Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast, featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. I'm wide awake. I'm not sleeping. When they asked Buddha who he was, he said, I am awake. He was independent of identification with what he did or what people thought of him. He was simply awake. That's part of our mission, to awaken spiritual consciousness. And spiritual consciousness is that state of being where we're not identifying with what's outside of us, but we are connected to what's inside. And, you know, we are... I read this wonderful description of, in quantum physics, you have the wave and the particle, right? By now, I think most everybody knows they've heard at least that much. You maybe can't understand anything more, and I probably can't explain it very well. But it, it's basically there's this wave of reality. And as soon as you focus on something, now there's the particle. So when they did that famous experiment with the double slit, they were trying to see which, which slit will the electrons go through, and they were trying to measure it. And they couldn't figure out a pattern until what they finally discovered, it, it went through the slit that the observer was expecting it to go through. We are creating our realities through where we're putting our attention. So in this wave of love, this wave of consciousness that is divine, each one of us is a particle. You are a particle of that love. You are all that wave of possibility condensed here in this moment, in this body. You are powerful beyond measure when you wake up to who you are. But as Shakespeare said, I, that's the rub. <laughs> Waking up <laughs> and staying awake. It's kind of like when you get up, you know, or let's say when you start to wake up in the morning, your alarm goes off, you hear it, and you say, okay, okay, I'm going to get up. <laughs> <laughs> How long does it take you before you drift off back to sleep? Because you're just not ready to wake up. Like Robin was saying, you know, you know that prayer can help, but right now you'd rather complain. We, we all do that. And so awaking is a continuous process for us. This last week I had an experience where there are, there are a lot of details involved in getting us moved from here to there. Picking up the stuff that's ours here and taking it over, that one is a piece of cake compared to all the other things that have to be organized and arranged, like that sheet that I passed out with all the different um, possibilities of how you could get involved, all of those prior to putting them on the sheet have been rattling around in my head with, oh my gosh, who's going to do this? How's this going to happen? And I was getting so overwhelmed, focusing on the need that was out there, the, 
the absence of who would do it that I knew about, um, I was just making myself a mess. And luckily, maybe because I was preparing for this talk, I don't know, maybe because I have a meditation practice, something, maybe it was the cosmic two by four, you know, I don't know. But somehow I actually noticed my thought. I noticed that this was an optional thought. I could let this thought go. There were other possibilities on this great wave of consciousness that flows through the universe. Like it could actually all work out. And so, you know, coming up with that sheet and knowing that if I, if I let you know specifically what was needed, that this is such a generous community. I know people are going to put down what they can do. I know that. And so once I had that idea, it was like, oh, OK. And then I had a new member orientation. It was just kind of like, almost like a pop-up orientation, because it was like, OK, these people that wanted to be members could come this time, this oddball time. And, and so there were three of them there. But out of the three, I had Holly Simonette, and Matthew Lawton and Sarah Hood, those three who are new members now. I'll do a formal introduction later because I know there's some others of you that want to be members also and we'll be doing some more pop-ups. But um, as they're sitting there, <clears throat> I already knew that Sarah was willing to help with the kids. And Holly pipes up with, oh, yeah, I'm really good at social media. And we had just had a marketing meeting that lasted, like, forever and then some on Monday. And, and it was like, oh, all these events, we've got to enter them in. And, the, you know, just details, which, have I said before, details are not my strong suit. You know, it's like my level of incompetence. And so there I am. But she says, oh, I, I'm on Facebook all the time. I love to post and um, and do calendar things, and it's just like, all of that stuff, it's just meh, easy peasy, I'll do it. And I'm like, wow. You know, whereas the marketing team were all like, oh, gosh, somebody's got to do this. All right, let's, let's split it up. But, you know, it, it was like split up this thing that we've got to haul along because it's so much work for us. And here she is just like, yeah, light, easy, which is really what we've always wanted to encourage because if we're doing things that are like, oh, somebody's got to do it. I guess it'll be me. What's the energy we create in our community? Does that sound like vibrant? <laughs> no. <laughs> but those of us with martyr complexes still fall into it sometimes. <laughs> What, what we really want is for everybody to, you know, A, get the idea, well, we're a community, and so of course we're going to contribute, because otherwise we wouldn't be part of. And then look at that and say, what is it that you love to do? Like, I, I know there are actually people who like clerical things. You know, they, and people have even said before, oh, I could help with clerical, but I'm I'm so incompetent in that area that I can't even figure out what to tell you to do. <laughs> Just like, I, I can't even get near that list. <laughs> so anyway, clearly, 
I need some help. But there was help right there. And then I put down on that list and the you know, somewhere over the rainbow, like this is kind of wild blue yonder stuff for me, but I'd love, I'd love to be able to have live stream in our community because there are people like Holly, for example, who only gets to be here in the summertime. And then she's different places and often nowhere near a unity church and she could, and she's part of us. And so she could participate if we were live streaming. And I know up in Unity and Linwood, they're already doing that. And I talked to the woman and she says, yeah, do, 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 do. you know, but it's not mine to do clearly. So um, here's Matthew and he says, oh yeah, that sounds easy. I could do that. <laughs> you know? And all this stuff with simple church and CRM thing that, you know, gets to be quite a headache. Oh, yeah, I'm really good at that. And I'm sitting there thinking, wow. I just sat there in this, we really need that space. And as soon as I let go of my, oh, it's awful, it could never work, it's going to be a mess, blah, 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 blah. As soon as I let go of that, boom, here came some people offering exactly what I needed. So where do you, I mean, that was just my drama of the day, but um, where do you get caught up in that? What goes on in your life that just seems like, oh, this is a terrible crisis? You know, where's the money going to come from? How am I going to find another job? I'll never meet the person I love. I don't know what I'm supposed to do in this world. You know, what, whatever it might be, these are all places that we get into. We've all been, at one time or another, in at least one of them. We get caught in the details of what's around us, and we forget that there are other possibilities. In The Matrix, Neo was offered the possibility of a red pill or a blue pill. The blue pill was like hitting snooze. He could go, just go back to sleep and stay focused on the apparent world that was there. Or he could take the red pill and life would never be the same because he would become aware of the power that was his. That's what prayer helps us do, become aware of that power that is ours at times when we tend to forget. But the key is we have to actually take the pill. We can't just sit there and think, wow, that'd be nice. <laughs> no, we have to pick it up, put it in the mouth, swallow. <laughs> and so there are activities in our lives that help us to do just that. Prayer is one. Meditation is one. Paying attention to our thoughts is one. Taking the situations that come up, like somebody triggers us with whatever it might be, and we get upset. That happens routinely, doesn't it? 
You know, even though we know better, it doesn't matter. In the middle of the fray, there we are getting upset again. But that is such a blessing when that happens because it's a red pill. And if instead of just getting all mad at whoever it is who's doing whatever they shouldn't be doing, we, we start to look at, huh, why is that bothering me? And that can take us back deeper and deeper into ourselves until we discover what it is. And there's always something, some belief that we have that is not true. And we get to question that. I had an amazing experience this week with a client who was having a terrible thing happening in her life, or it seemed terrible anyway. Um, I think it's something nobody would raise their hand and say, oh, let that happen to me. It was, it was not, not a cool thing that was happening. And she had a choice to just be reactive and upset and defensive and, or to examine, which is what she did, why does this hurt so badly? And in discovering why it hurts so badly, it was like she had swallowed that red pill and boom, suddenly she was free. And all that stuff that was still going on, well, whatever. That's not me. That's not who I am. That's where she got to. That is possible for all of us. We can separate from the apparent ill that is out there and identify with our truth. And that's what we are here to do. So right now, I just invite everyone in this room to make a commitment to wake up. Just as we set alarms when, you know, we have to catch that plane and we have to wake up, set an alarm for yourself. It might be, all right, I am going to start meditating. Or I'm going to be more regular with a prayer practice. Or whatever, whatever it is for you that will help you to catch yourself or carry around a little notebook. And every time you find yourself getting upset, just jot down what you're upset about. And then question it. Like, is that truth? Because usually it's not if we're upset. Choose something. Take the red pill and wake up because that is what we are here to do.